Yeah, there's a, there's just a certain amount of. I do this podcast for fun and to have good conversations. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and if I start hand editing out all the ums and <laughs> getting rid of background noise, then the one day I never thought of that. People but, probably do that. They hand edit ums out. Yeah, yeah. Or and um, um, uh, <laughs> I just. Uh, the interns, interns. It's fun. I don't know. It's fun, and and I could always do that in the future. But if I do it now, I can't go back. Like quality, I feel like quality of podcast can't degrade. Yeah. Um, at least production wise, they can only improve. Um. So yeah, could you say some things to check the levels? Uh. I'm, do you want a half baked candy ginger cardamom shortbread cookie? Eat shortbread. Live butter. Uh, that's a weird, a weird lo- like a weird um, catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. I can review a cookie. They're handing these uh, freebies out at Famous Foods, and uh, I took too many to not buy a bag. Oh, like that's a guilt. Oh, for sure. A guilt purchase. Total guilt purchase. Um. I've never heard of Famous Foods. Really good, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. Kind of a bad... <laughs> based on their name, kind of a bad... Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you want to uh, start this with our... Um, well, I guess you've already had this cookie, right? Like, you've already Oh, had yeah, I've, I've had it. It's really good. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. do, like, a, a reaction take as the start of this? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Count me right. down. Do I have to introduce the cookie? No, we can just... I, okay. We already did. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Mmm. Mmm. Cool. So, what are your opinions on that cookie? Uh, that was a top-notch uh, shortbread cookie. It's one of the few cookies uh, I enjoy. It's shortbread. Really? You're not a big... Not a big like, cookie Chocolate fan. chip, well, oatmeal... Everybody likes cookies, but... Ginger snaps. Shortbread's kind of my thing. And then that one was pretty, like, um, crunchy instead well, of crumbly, which I appreciated. That, they're a little stale. I bought them a few days ago. Uh, so it's maybe, like, aged to perfection, <laughs> like when you buy avocados or something? Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, the levels levels look uh, look good. Um, shall we begin? Okay. Um, hello. Hello. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Um, do you know what I'm congratulating yes, you for? Because uh, the game, my game, Cribbage with Grandpas, is now in Indiecade. Is that what you're congratulating? Yeah, yeah, Yay. yeah. Um, I saw the Facebook post today. So, um, so what was, like, what was the decision process to submitting to that? Um, It was might as well. They accept a hundred games or something every year. Let's do it. <laughs> so is there like are you just submitting to every every festival well, you can possibly? No, not every festival. We didn't submit to IGF just because uh, I don't know. Maybe you got to be optimistic, but that seems uh, seems not. Likely for cribbage, for cribbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? So, what other ones have you submitted for? Or is it just Indiecade? Uh, there's uh, there was a Montreal show that it was at. Um, 
there was uh well honestly leanne does all that stuff this is why i enjoy working on it because i don't have to do any of the pr or marketing or submitting to things you, you just email. programmed and then i'm just programming yeah, yeah. and if the show's cool you might go Oh, I'm going, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, de- you're definitely going. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, have you been to Indie Kid before? No. What, what are your, what are your um, estimations of what Indie Kid's like? Yeah, a bunch of people, some games, a city. It's in Culver City, right? Uh, they moved it to downtown Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Well, I don't know about downtown. I don't know LA. Just a Japantown. Oh, Japantown. I don't think I've been to Japantown. I've been to Korean town. Mm. Had some great Korean barbecue in LA. Um, but, uh, huh. Interesting, because they always had such pride in that area. Did they? It, se- it seemed like it from viewing it from afar. They seemed very happy with But that was exciting. Um, so what... What are, you, what are you working on right now? I'm working on a game. It's called Freeways. Uh, it's a game about designing freeway interchanges with nothing but your finger. Uh, it's inspired by City Skylines. Uh, for a brief period when that game came out, people were posting really monstrous looking freeway interchanges. <laughs> Uh, spaghetti junctions, if you will. Uh, and I thought, well, that sounds great, but I don't want to spend four hours making one. I wonder if you could just draw it on the iPad like you're, you're drawing a picture, like you're using a paint program. So what, what, how did you come across those Skyline photos? Twitter. So you're just always, you're just, you see I'm, all game tweets? Well, no, just the ones that filter up into my feed. There's probably a game out there that's people are tweeting about that I'm not following that I really wish I was you know you only know what you know is are most of the games you play I never like, played City Skylines I yeah. only saw the tweets yeah no I I, um, I would guess that because I always, I always had a feeling you kind of exclusively play like alt games or that's not really true oh okay yeah no I kind of I like playing lots of different games, alt games, just niche, small, weird games. But I do have a weakness for just puzzly, strategic games. Things like, can I can I promo some games that I've been playing? Yeah, go for it. Card Thief, super fun. On iOS. iOS, yeah. yeah. Seems cool. Um, you know, it just tweaks that part of my brain. It's not alty or it's not like... Just a cool indie puzzle game. Love mm. it. Um, yeah. So was it was it ever like a transition to that? Like, did you play like Sonic the Hedgehog as a kid? No, I was a uh, I was one of the Amiga DOS kids. Never had a console. Oh, okay, so you've just C64, been sixty four. Yeah, just kind of you know you meet people like that. You know, we're maybe one in ten. <laughs> one in Two and ten? I don't know. <laughs> that were like, Nintendo, what? Yeah. So I don't have any nostalgia for that kind of stuff. So what 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 are your like childhood what are your like childhood nostalgia games? Well, okay, like the You know, for 
people of my, you know, this subcategory generation, I think uh, the Nintendo and Sega were Sid Meier and Peter Molyneux. Bullfrog Games. Okay. Civilization, Pirates, XCOM, all that stuff. Those are my Marios. Those are your Marios. (laughs) Um, uh, The thing... I find interesting about that is it's kind of like the exact opposite of what you make. To, to at least at least in the in the recent yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and and I'm just kind of curious, like what kind of draw like drew you to making your kind of brand of games. Well, I mean, you probably don't like the word brand, but yeah, you have yeah, a certain you have a certain out. like. I'm kind of things are evolving uh, with my brand. But my first few games, and a lot of my early jam kind of games, were just look at a physics engine and look at all the cool things you can do with it that aren't just reality. You know, it's got comedy built into it, a physics engine. So I was really into that. It seemed like an emerging sub form of indie games. And and do you was, and do uh, you um, so do you feel all your games are comedic? Um, to an extent, yes, yes. Um, even a game, even like my new freeway interchange designing game, it's the well. Desert golfing was not very comedic. It had some elements of like you know, very subliminally, perhaps. Yeah, meta. And it, as yeah. Were. Yeah, there's people that play desert golfing and do not, you know, they just it doesn't even enter their mind that it, there might be some kind of funny thing going on. But and they're not, there isn't really. the The new game Freeways is, is like that too. It's maybe a ten percent funnier than desert golfing, but my the back of the box. My aim is I want I want like one third of people to play the game and take it completely seriously. Maybe half. And be so vocal not, about how serious they take it. Yeah, just like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to straddle that line between like, Hey, look how funny I am. Well, no, I, think, like, I think it's... a serious game. That's I mean, my, it, my new kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it really... Um, like with a lot of stuff I find funny on the internet, um, it, it can come from somebody genuinely doing something that... To everybody but them is hilarious. Kind of like those, yeah. like those movie review curations, where there's like that Amazon movie reviews, where people like are genuinely writing reviews about movies they purchased, and somebody curates them and kind of posts the ones they find funny. Oh yeah. But I don't yeah, think yeah. people. I think it's really hard to do something like that and then intentionally try and be funny at that. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's interesting that the games you make. You, you need to put enough there to make it serious to those people as opposed to making like a purely funny game like that there's that it's a wiener sports there's like some sort of Australian yeah. oh, wiener dog wiener dog emporium or something uh, sausage uh, sausage sports? sports no no sausage. Wiener, I think it might be wiener sports I thought it was sausage oh maybe it's sausage sports oh, no, I mean, I'm thinking Steven sausage roll that's a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah. Well, for some people, um, I've never been. Uh, 
I need daunted in a puzzle game before. I need randomness in my puzzle games. Yeah, There's... I mean, well, yeah, I, 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 I respect it, but I've never been like, I never felt like I was looking at a mountain of complexity like like Steven Sausadrol, and and that was a feel like I didn't even know I could feel in those type of games. Like it felt like like a blockbuster AAA game when you're like, oh god, I gotta do this yeah. thing. Um, but in just a stack of sausages in a very uniform way. Um, but so how do you, do you play test, uh, with people finding it serious or, or do you just kind of play test with, with your friends who already probably, find Oh yeah. I just play test with a handful of people and I usually ignore what they say. <laughs> so why do Not you do always. it then? Or are you just observing? Just like, I don't know sanity check um yeah what are you looking for then like like in 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 your playtest what i'm what i'm mostly looking for uh is ideas like i i feel like i've already built the bubble around me of this game and if somebody has a left field idea that's what i'm looking for that makes me just go like oh yeah that's how to like improve the game oh so um, you're actually like most people don't want to hear their ideas <laughs> yeah no i want to hear only like crazy ideas okay uh, and yeah sometimes uh sometimes it works uh yeah or something goes wrong in the game that you're like there should be more of that yeah or i don't yeah yeah bugs sure yeah i don't tell you test too much it was fun playtesting. I, I gave uh, Chevy uh, Desert Golfing to playtest. No one had even seen this game. And I was like, hey, you want to try this like golf thing I made? And it was like, literally 50 holes later, he was like, hey, Chevy, uh, can I have my phone back? And so that was actually pretty fun to, to playtest. And then after uh, that, you were like, I might as well show I was like, that. wait a second, this game might have legs. <laughs> Is that is that your most successful game? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Critically, yeah, in all respects. Uh, um, financially too. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, what? Like, how do you do? You make a bunch of games and just scrap them? That's what I guess you do. I have a pile. Yeah, a graveyard of lost hope. <laughs> and then maybe something gets good enough that you're like. I'll show this to a person. Yeah. Um, I struggle, though, because I, you know, you're hanging out with somebody, and they're like, oh, what are you working on? And you want to tell them, you want to show them. But there's this weird... Uh, it's like a superstition. There may be science to back it, that the more you talk about your idea or your game... It's just like it ends up jinxing it in a way. So I've had games where I, I tell everybody about. Yeah, like and then they you just made a text, uh, like a word game. Oh, don't don't tell me about the word game. And I was very pumped about yeah. it. Yeah. And then you were like, hey, I made this freeway game. So yeah, statistically, <laughs> most of my games were made, and they're ninety-five percent complete before anyone saw them. Or they were jam, like they started as jam games where no one had any time to pay attention to what you're working on, really. 
and you had no time to question yourself, so you just have to finish a game. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never had a game where it's like this, you know, typical hype building mode where you're posting screenshots and like, you know, going into early access and talking so much about your game. By the time the game comes out, people are bored with it. I don't know. And that, I'm is the that, I want to surprise people. Yeah. Ooh, game. Well, also, I think for like your comedic timing sake, there's a mm. there's probably a limited amount of yeah. It's like when you this is funny. You see a a trailer for like a the latest comedy out there, and you you know it takes two minutes, and you see all the jokes, and you're like, well, I don't have to see the movie now. Yeah, that's a weird thing about comedy is where I feel like the main review is is the trailer the funniest parts of the movie yeah and yeah. if it's not then it's probably a comedy I'll really enjoy somebody's like oh no 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 that's not the thing I found the most funny um so is is cause all your games seem to launch on mobile first yes is that part of the like trying to get random serious people no it's just because I uh, I like playing games on my phone. I want games that are like that, where I can just play a little bit here and there. I'm not much of a sit down at the PC for three hours and play a game person anymore. So yeah, that's about it. How do you find games on mobile? Twitter. Yeah. Again. Like how? I don't know. I you follow people and they tweet about stuff and stuff bubbles to the top it's like uh but do you like how do you choose people to vote uh well it's other developers um people that play more games than me and then they talk about those games (laughs) people like like bennett foddy he plays thousands of games it seems and he tweets about something i'll check it out (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, Doing all the work for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what What was the last uh, game that you heard from that? Like that kind of method. Well, uh, what's the one I just mentioned? Card Hunter. Ah, uh, Card Thief. Card Thief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else was I playing? Oh yeah, I was playing. Uh, uh, crap. What's it called? Edit this out. Um, Edit out the game name? No, no. Me trying to remember the name. I got a bad memory. You know. Well, we, we, why don't we continue? Right. And if it comes into your mind at any point, you can just play Loot Rascals. That's a PC game. Playing that a lot. Or I was. I knew as soon as I was going to move on, it was going to come to you. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, so, how do you name your games? Like, oh, okay. You go for here's a here's a secret. Secret science. Yeah, you know. Normally, I sell this information, but you go, you make a really wacky name, and then if you can't think of a wacky enough name, you just go ultra literal serious. So, desert golfing. Yeah, yeah it is, is one side, is and what it is, and Viro Bear is yeah. the other one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Is the other side of the spectrum. Yep. Uh, do you think you'll ever have a colon in a game name? Are you working? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, hmm. I mean, the Freeways game 
kind of has a colon. I don't know. No, it doesn't. Where's the colon? Well, it's freeway's colon. And then something else. What's that? Well, I'm working on it. Oh, I'm working the, on the post-colon. Oh, okay. yeah. um, is that because you're, like, baiting people who are into, like, racing games? I feel like racing games always have colons. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, like, don't want to number it anymore. So it's kind of like they got to... Well, like, yeah. I don't... It, I gotta find the, the sweet spot because like there's like the racing games that have colons is the sequel part 7 of whatever and then people have you know the joke's been done right people have done the joke colon where do you what's left in the scope of colon names so something comes up and sure I'll use a colon but you know I think uh you're not opposed to it. Yeah. I can see you. Yeah, I can see you yeah. being Nothing's a firm. Off the table. Uh, I, I could have guessed that you might have been like a firm. Never gonna have a post colon word in my game titles. They all have to yeah. be. Yeah. The only thing I'm confirmed is I'm never gonna have an icon of a guy screaming. What about when that becomes retro? Like that. That'll be nostalgic at one point. Unless guy screaming icons are never gonna leave. Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, what's going to replace them. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough. That's, uh, yeah. That's for the next generation. I might be retired at that point, you know? How do you, how do you think about, like, what do you think about retirement? <laughs> about retirement? Yeah, like, like what, what are your, like, goals? Do you have, like, a certain amount of, like, are you, like, well, Quentin wanna... Tarantino going to make ten games... I'm just gonna keep making games until, uh, you know, until I make my hotline Miami. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so a publisher comes in and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, one hit, and then, who knows, I, there's no predicting what'll happen after I have... After but but if you do have a hotline Miami, are you, like, you're still probably gonna make games. Maybe they'll be I even know. weirder. You never know. You never know. Maybe I'll be like, you know, done, done my work. You've done your... Um... I'm over games, now I'm gonna start a podcast or something well no because i'll have my hit i won't need to like i'll just you know relax on a beach okay forever do you have an age you want to no. stop making games no no definitely not no i want to be making games i want to have the unfinished game where you know 50 years later after massive legal battles over the my estate somebody finally gets permission to continue the game and publish the authorized you know like they did with uh uh is it the volleyball frisbee one really i don't know that was in legal trouble for a while because like giant bomb made it well they do it, i was thinking with authors they do it with some famous author shakespeare or something well, there's a lot of that with like, um, like rappers' moms. Really? Yeah. Do, like, do the moms finish the rap? Well, no, but they have like the li- they awesome. have like the and rights. They make it nice. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they have like the rights to to whatever catalog of unreleased music, and then kind of like dole it out um, as they see fit or license it for different things. Um, do you plan on splitting up your unfinished games 
in your will? Or is one person going to get all um, the unfinished games? Nobody is going to want to look at that. <laughs> Even if I'm famous, nobody wants to look at old code. So you're never, you're never, you're never going to do. Uh, I'll give it away. I'll put it up <laughs> open source free on GitHub, and no one will look at it because it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you build um, like how much reused code is there between your games? Ah, uh, some. <laughs> So is it like a grab bag thing where you're like... It's, uh, I, I want to like, I don't know, I've got, I've got, I want to write a book or a paper or something. Maybe they exist already, but I believe, I believe copy and paste of code is, it's, it's an extremely valuable technique for developing creative solutions to games and other things. Cut and paste. Cut? You duplicate code. Well, copy-paste. Okay. Cut and paste is... Well, more... I guess the more uh, accurately, it's copy, paste, mutate. So you've got two things. They're identical. You're like, why? I've got two functions. They do the same thing. Why do I do that in one class and this function in this class? Why don't I, like, put it in a helper class or something? No, you duplicate it, and then... As the code evolves, the one changes and the other stays changes in a different way, perhaps. So this is how. Uh, yeah, that that's kind of a more popular uh, technique. I feel like there's kind of been a, a pushback towards like reusable code. Oh, and you mean against it? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. like kind of a pushback towards um, uh, like polymorphism and and stuff like that. Um, yeah. and interfaces and things like that just because in production like it's weird because I, I imagine you do it just because your games are kind of one-offs and you're probably only programming them by yourself yeah and yeah. and you just you're fine with doing it like you like for you it seems like an artistic thing well it's also I think it's good engineering for small projects engineering principles aren't valid on all different sizes of projects yeah Um, whereas all of the ones I've seen come from like we were working on this huge game we're updating all the time and we want to mitigate the amount of bugs we have by one-offing everything because people are people are less likely to mess up a one-off than they are like modifying a function that's used yeah I kind of go the other way where I like really want to reuse functions all the time maybe to a detriment to, but that's just I think everybody's got their kind of style yeah. they go through and it, it's no big deal if you have uh, like if the cars in your game are one class and the pedestrians are another class entirely and they don't even share any common code then it's like, oh no, well how do I iterate over the cars and the pedestrians all together then? They're not, you know, I don't have one list of all the actors in the game. Well, you just iterate one and then you iterate the other. It's like, people are afraid of like, writing code in a weird way. Well, also probably like you're just not, it, you're not, it. you're probably not going to add a third thing. Oh no, you, you might add third or fourth, but 
Doesn't matter. You're, just... you're not gonna add a hundred. No, exactly. Yeah, you kind <laughs> maybe of... six, maybe one, maybe none, probably none. Yeah, you should rethink your game design if you don't know how many things you're gonna have. Roughly. <laughs> so is it is it like you? Because my guess would be you start a new game, you make a completely new. I hope you do source control, but you might not. No, I don't. Um, um, yeah, so you'd make a you just start a new project and then you would just copy over whatever you needed on demand from the previous one. Yeah, how I guess it starts you'd... off as like the framework, the engine, drawing sprites and playing sound, etc. So that's all common. Oh, so you do have you do have like a kind of a common. I have an engine. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Krusty engine. Um, and it, it kind of mutates every game. It's like, oh, I have to add this feature, so you add it. And then the next game, you just daisy chain it, so you copy that game to the next game, and you've got all those features already. So it's this mutating blob. Um, it's it's only the stuff I've worked on has always been this way, but what was the kind of inspiration of writing your own engine? Or at uh, least, or at least a, a more of a framework than using a off-the-shelf well, editor. Oh, I see. As opposed to, like, using Unity, you mean? I guess that's the only option (laughs) for for (laughs) iOS. I don't know. Well, I just want to keep things simple. I mean, you could use Unreal, I guess. Simplicity is the key (laughs) to everything. Like, simplicity, like, it helps kind of hone your design? Yeah. Yeah, if... uh... Yeah, it's just... You can't pick and choose simplicity. You have to just do everything with that mindset. <laughs> Whereas I'll never get anything done. I don't know. Unity is uh, too scary. Do you set, like, what, what's your scheduling process for your games? I don't know. There's no. No. No, no scheduling um, process. Why, why are you releasing this game so soon? Well, I, I've been working on it off and on for a year. And... It's like uh, it's like zombies at your gates. They're bashing your walls. The, your, the door is open. The chains are rattling, and you're like, they're gonna get in anytime. So are the fans? No, those are the other ideas, the other games that want to be worked on. Oh, the other games yeah. are the zombies. Yeah. Then what? That's no, 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 not a good analogy. Then what are the games you stopped working on? Dead zombies? Uh. No, they're the zombies. Outside. You never stop working on a game. Oh, You're always okay. coming back. You're always like, oh, what about that time-traveling chainsaw game? So that, yeah. In 20 years, when you make that, when you finally release that. Yes. Is, this, yes. is that the first public announcement of? Of time-traveling chainsaw? Yeah. Uh, you know, I... At least on here's record. A, here's a funny tidbit. It was the, one of the first full indies. First, second, or third actual event. I was showing people Time Saw, time, tra- time Traveling Chainsaw game on my phone. Going, hey, this is what I'm working on, Time Saw. It predates the spelling game. As, so is that like, that's like 2013? Or like... Because uh, I've only been going to full indie since I started working on Darkest Dungeon. No, I, so. no honestly, it feels sooner. 2013, feels more 2014? like 12, 13. 12. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Um... But nobody recorded that. Nobody tweeted about that, probably. Trying to get exclusives here, Justin. Yeah, no, nobody... uh, Yeah, you can have that exclusive. Um, Exclusive question bus. Time saw. Yeah, it's a bit... um, One of my favorite parts of my podcast, 
One is getting the levels when I don't, like the levels, I never change the levels, so it's always fine. Um, so doing the levels is just a way to get people to start talking. One of my favorite things. The other thing is most of the people that I interview have never heard of the podcast. I just say I have a podcast, and then I get the question best reveal, which one out of 30 can be pretty funny. Oh, Because okay. they've never heard of it, and it's kind of a silly name, and they right, have to process right. it. Exclusive. And, um, uh, and if they try to get an exclusive on Polygon or something, you go in there, and you like, send the lawyers, no, in the you comments. can't claim that. <laughs> um, how do you, like... So do you reach out to press at all? Uh, not really. Let me think. Desert golfing just kind of happened. And the IGF probably was a huge... Uh, actually, the, I think what really got it going was tweeted by Bennett Foddy helped get it out and John Blow tweeted about it. Mm. And the IGF. I didn't need to do anything that game, so... So then maybe random press will... Do you get a lot of like interview requests? I used to, you know... Maybe I'm kind of not fashionable anymore, but I had, yeah, I did a couple interviews with uh, Desert Golfing and my other games before that. Yeah. How do you find how do you find those interviews? Uh, mixed bag. Yeah, it depends kind of what what mood I'm in, really. Uh, <laughs> so it's more you than other questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll give you another secret. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We're here. You're just dropping secrets. And... I I feel bad. I didn't do it with question box. I gave you a legit scoop. Time saw. That's the official name of it, the chainsaw. Well, you know, working name. It's, Time saw. I think it's good. a pretty good name. Got Don't the, take it on Twitter. Point. Uh. It stopped. I stopped developing because it became exceedingly complicated just to add things. Anyway, there's all sorts of reasons. Go ahead. Maybe, maybe a, it's a legit Maybe game. you should have like entities that that share components. It's a shop. <laughs> it's a legitimate game. Yeah. What I often do with pod, or uh, interviews is that everyone always asks what you're working on next, and I'll just make shit up. And no one ever follows up. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I'm at, like, there's a certain amount of, like, I, I represent the team and the people I work with that... Oh, yeah. I I, I, I do enjoy that. Um, like, especially because, like, I watch interviews of non-game developers, and some of the stuff they say is hilarious, and I would love to do stuff like that in interviews. Um, like, somebody got asked where they could find their album, and the guy, <laughs> the guy said, I don't know... Google it or use Ask Jeeves was how was how he was because it's like you know where to get the music yeah like yeah. whatever platform you get music on yeah they ask that because they expect some like little okay here's your 10 seconds to promo your where you want people to buy your shit it's just like a, <laughs> and that was one of the like I don't know I remember that more than the other interviews where they're like oh it's just on all these yeah media platforms um so going back to the simplicity thing you did a talk uh i'd say about simplicity at the full indie summit oh yeah yeah Um, probably one of the funniest talks i've ever seen um definitely one of my favorite talks i've ever seen 
like, did you have any idea it was going to be that good? I had no idea. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. it was, I didn't know yeah. other people would get it or think it was funny. It, it, did you write it or did somebody else write it? Oh, I wrote it. Oh, okay, because yeah, you yeah. made a joke during it about that. Really? About being like... Uh, like not knowing when the slides were coming up and you made a little offhand oh, joke yeah, and because, I was like oh know, he got one of his all games friends to write a talk for him and he's just winging it that that's hilarious great idea. yeah I want to do that next that's another exclusive next talk I do I will not have any knowledge of someone else will write it and I'll just read it the day of they always have that when you submit talks they're like the person submitting the talk has to be the person speaking it like there's a weird there's always a weird checkbox yeah, like, how could they find out come on it's yeah. like uh, it's like when you buy a bus pass they're like well you can't non-transferable but you know you can transfer it you can give it to somebody they're yeah. not gonna find out <laughs> that's another <laughs> hot science <laughs> um, so how long do you work on on what that talk but you should go, I think it's on YouTube, if you type yeah. in Full Indie Summit, Justin Smith. Check it out, yeah. It should be there. Um, what, like, how long did it take you to write that? Uh, you know, longer than it looks. It's kind of like... Like, it's two like, weeks? It's like casual sloppy, like, uh, or no, what, what am I trying to think of? It's like EnviroBear, where it looks more ghetto than it is. It, it's like... You know, it still takes work. <laughs> yeah. Still to work on it. But, like, I did, like, a 10-minute talk at GDC that was technical, and that probably took me, like, a work week. Yeah, I wouldn't say a work week. I would say if you were to count it as work days, probably two. Okay. And did, was it way longer, and then you had to, like, trim it down? No, it was short, and I had to beef it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where the Heidegger thing came in. I remember that now. It was like, it was just like a, some random thing I saw on the internet. I was like, oh, Heidegger. Yeah, I could do that. So. And did you workshop it at all with anybody? No, no. No uh, editing? No. <laughs> no. Did you know you were going to, didn't you open? I was second. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, there is a history to it though because I was I've been to Fantastic Fest, Fantastic Arcade in Austin, Texas, a couple times. Mm. Really fun show. That's the Hevos Rancheros guys put that on, right? Yes, it's in sort of conjunction, or I think it's kind of splitting now, but it was in conjunction with a film festival. It's like a really cool mm. horror B movie festival, and so not South by Southwest. No, no, it's like. <laughs> But it kind of gave it a, a cool, a cool vibe. There's rando film festival people walking around playing your games, and you could go. You get bored, you go watch a film. It's, it was kind of cool. I really enjoyed it, and it, it was very low key and casual. And so I had, I had Enviro Bear in there, and No Breaks Ballet. And Hell of a game. I love No Breaks Ballet. <laughs> Thanks. I, every time I talk about the Ouya, I have to bring up No Breaks Ballet. So you show the game, and there's a theater for the... There's all these theaters for the movies. They have one for the game people, and they're like, oh, yeah, you got to give a talk. Just talk about your game, and blah, blah, blah. 
So that that's always like last minute homework. Oh shit! Okay, I got to talk for 15 minutes about my game, or they make you talk for half an hour. So I just uh... yeah, that's that's maybe where I learned. So that. you winged. You wing it. You winged that yeah. one. So you were like, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that went over well. I just took some screenshots and stole some images off the internet and rolled with a couple of stupid ideas and people seem to like it so all right how do you feel about like people talking about development because i feel like it's in a very interesting place now just because people like your talk was comedic there 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 is insight to be learned and inspiration to be had but it is extremely comedic and at gdc at the igf like teddy's been doing this show this talk every year i don't know if you've seen it where like somebody plays some famous musician relatively famous for uh video games plays live music like live edm music or i don't even know if you're dancing live electronic music and then he just talks about life oh yeah 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 and like that's kind of nuts to me just like that that's now a thing like or like Tim Rogers does amazing talks because he's hilarious to me um, yeah there there needs to be uh, I don't know it's all about balance uh, you go to a conference if every talk was just like you know the informational ones you just can look at online you find the slides or the website it's more informative than listening to somebody so you kind of I don't know You know, you go to a conference a little bit for entertainment purposes. It's not all serious, I don't think. Well, yeah, the conference itself is never all serious. Yeah. It's a, it's a very social thing. Like, the social value is almost one of the more important things, I feel. Especially for, like, indie developers or smaller developers. Yeah, um, but if every talk was just someone being goofy, then it would probably not last very long. <laughs> Like, why am I spending seven hundred dollars to see people like <laughs> do act like idiots? So, <laughs> do you yeah. have any favorite talks you've seen over the years? Mm. I'm a big fan of Cactus. He did a great talk back in I guess 2011, where he his slides were just he made a game for his slides. So mm. it was just a game maker game to express his point about games and uh it was it was actually the first time i heard you know it seems all hilarious now that people are into alt games and whatnot but it was the first time i saw like in text like someone actually making the point games don't have to be fun Mm. oh yeah okay i guess this is the future now (laughs) games don't have to be fun and then he ran out of time during his talk so he just put on Lost Highway for 10 minutes. Is that a... David Lynch uh, movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, um, oh, I, li- I like this movie. I'm really inspired. And then you expect like a 10-second clip, but it was just using up the rest of the time. Yeah, I, when I went to um, the Fringe Festival this year in Edinburgh, I went to this talk in which somebody... It was like a, it was like a comedic performance about games. Um... 
but like the players would play like he made a bunch of joke games oh cool and then he would kind of like the controller would work its way because it's a relatively small audience it was like 40 people or something and the games would kind of like the controllers would get passed through the audience and they would all play these parts of games and then he would cut to random video game facts or random video game based jokes and then at the end he kind of got people to like draw stuff and then he made a really terrible platformer kind of like with whatever characters they made like it was this weird like interactive game making interactive game making comedic thing that's great um and it's just something like uh, like i think because he's coming at it from i i want to perform i'm a comedian i want to perform something at this festival and i'm geeky that's my niche like some people's niches is they're canadian and they yeah, will be yeah. one of the 12 Canadians at this show. They will do a Canadian showcase. Right. Um, right. And there was also another one that was like a text adventure that was kind of uh, played by audience, some sort of audience participation. Um, but I kind of wish there was more of that, like, at, like, proper game conferences. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, I met, uh, so you mentioned that, like, that was kind of where you... You weren't. You didn't know about alt games, but then you saw games didn't need to be fun, and and that kind of got you into alt games. Would you say? Or made you realize what alt games were? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I've I've always been into them before they had the label. I guess alt games. Um, that might be the most alt game statement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I'm only into games that you've never heard of. Um, is that is that the best description of uh, all games? Like games that don't need to be fun, or are not no, apparently I, no, fun. No, my the the best description, in my opinion, is just games that are uh, are personal. They're made by a person. You can feel the authorship behind them, and it's just like it's just. A, communication from one person to the player that's my favorite kind of definition whether it's fun or not fun or serious or silly doesn't matter it's just I have to say there's something kind of beautiful about like with all games that everybody's gonna kind of have their what they think all games are yeah. or their definition and that in its way is a very personal thing that yeah. um, like I find it weird because I find I have to describe it often to people that don't know a lot about video games. How do you describe it? I, I normally say that, like, it, I, I normally go weird in a very endearing way. I don't normally yeah. convey how endearing I mean by weird, but um, I normally say, like, it, it's kind of a splinter. Like, it's for people who where indie games are not weird enough. Yeah, like indie that's indie kind games, of the genre. Indie games are now too mainstream. And then I own, and then I normally bring up that that Frank Frankie, maybe his name's not Frank. Frank, the guy who did the game where you gotta like it's split in half and you gotta jerk off the car while you drive it. Oh yeah, um, um, stick shift maybe. Robert is what, Yang, yeah, is that what's called? No, that's the author Robert Yang. Oh yeah, Robert Yang. Like yeah. that's always the game I go to for some reason because I feel like it. Yeah, conveys <laughs> what you might be up for. Yeah, it's kind of the least subtle. Yeah. Because it's hard to get subtlety right away, but if you're like... And then normally they look at me kind of weird, and I'm like, oh yeah, and then there's this game called Papers, Please. <laughs> and that, that, yeah. That's a much better... <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. need to start leading with Papers, Please. Because um, a lot of it is not... 
like like reviewing the passports is not a enjoyable thing for most people. That's but, right. Yeah. But but the 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 whole package is a very uh, kind of beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Where where is there like a alt game show? Or is that kind of not... Is that when it all crumbles down? Is there an alt games show? Yeah. You mean like the one in Vancouver? <laughs> the secret one in Vancouver? The one called Heart Projector in Vancouver, which happens two or three or four times a year. But don't post the address. Uh, um, and that's Google really cool. It. That's right. one of the coolest things in the city. Check Ask Jeeves. Check Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, go to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> type in what, what is the alt game show. Yeah. Um... I really like that pop-up arcade. I think it's rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun to put on. It's fun to go to. Um, and the curation's like really good for me because like I I don't have a desire to curate that stuff for myself. Yes. So it's yes. kind of nice to have some group of people put together these themed shows. Because I'm also going more for inspiration than yeah. than like. Enjoyment, should, uh, I would say. You should interview Ziggy. He's, uh, or, uh, you know, the other. Yeah, Ziggy's, Ziggy's my, that guy you brought up multiple times. He's, Ziggy's my guy. Oh, yeah? Like, where he posts really cool things. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, exactly. He, he tweets about things and I check them out and, uh, I play them and then I argue about how puzzle games need more randomness. <laughs> I love how you just it's like a long standing argument with Ziggy. No, no, it's it's actually really cool because we both like uh puzzly strategy games, but he he's he's clearly in the camp of the authored designs. Well, no, the, I mean just from the technical point of view, he likes the 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 chess, the go, the like everything in the game you can see. No hidden information, no randomness, and I'm like, that just makes me anxious. I need, I need hidden information and randomness and chaos. You just want a certain I'm, amount of stuff you can't control. It's, it's poker versus go, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's equal skill. Not equal. Sure, there's skill to both of them, but uh, they're different. They appeal to Do different you ever people. have aspirations to make a puzzle game? Yes, yes, absolutely. Every time I play Michael Bros games, I'm like I gotta do this. These are great. <laughs> so when you so you're setting this game off to pastor. Well, no, that sounds like it's dying. No, you're no, that's all. Like that. You're, like set, you're sending this game off to college. I'm sending it out to the glue farm. <laughs> you're sending this game off to college um, soon. You just yeah. submitted for certification. Sure, yes, I just submitted. By the time you hear this, it will have been submitted. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, also, like, let me know when when you want this out. Um, okay. Uh, I do want to do it during the week. Anytime, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so tomorrow's yeah. fine? Sure. Okay. Um, so now i got to put it out, so you listen to it and go, wow, they recorded that yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so when you finish, the game goes off to college, um, or whatever, whatever analogy you want to use. What 
what's the like how do you decide on what you're working on next not necessarily what you're working on next but like what's your process because you must have done this yeah five times at least by now of releasing something and then going like what do i do now no there's always something knocking on the door it's never really that hard to decide i think uh it's more hard to decide often i get into periods where i work on you know i'll work on a game today and then tomorrow i'll be like oh but this game it needs some love i'll work on that and just waiting for one of them to get its hooks into you that you keep working on it so you just kind of work on whatever whatever game is most inspiring to you at the moment yeah yeah it's sometimes i think uh i have to force myself to work on something more instead of just jumping around between ideas and then at one point you probably go well i could just finish this yeah yeah what what's that process like for you that's the hardest thing is to get to the I find 80% of making a game is completion. Like, there's no middle. You, you, you begin it, you try to fool yourself into working on something until you get to this certain magic point, and then for the next month, you're finishing the game. And you're just, you wake up and you're like, well, what do I do? Well, it's obvious what you do. You gotta finish the game. Yeah. There's no, like, iteration or design is that what is that kind of the time frame for when you gotta like make a game sell out and put it out is that like kind of the time frame what like a month oh I try yeah it never works out that way what does it always end up being or just vary it varies yeah what was finishing desert golfing that one was so quick that was a two week project it doesn't even really qualify it was it was like it was done when you decided to finish it. Yeah, by the time I had the idea, maybe a day later, it's like, oh yeah, this works. And then the next two weeks was completion. It was like, okay, just gotta do the thing that you gotta do and then get it out. So, the sooner you can reach that point, the better. Oh, interesting. I kinda, I kinda, I, for some reason I thought you might have had like always the same. Like, kind of a similar, like, okay, I'm going to finish this, and then you're like, it'll take a month, and then it always took three, or something. Yeah, that's basically it. How long did you say it's been about three months, kind of polishing up freeways? I started on it maybe a year ago, just, no, let, well, yeah, like, eight months ago, I guess in January. And I left it, I started and stopped it a few times. Uh, probably a work month work each time, so it's probably been a three month project. Okay. Which it's gonna be unless I can figure out some magic way to make it work on small phone screens. It's gonna be iPad and PC only, mm. and Android tablets, uh, which doesn't bode well for sales. So it may in fact be my worst performing game. No Breaks Valley came out on phone? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can play it on your phone. It plays pretty well on the phone. Best summer, on the Ouya. Summer Sports Simulator. 
that actually plays really crappy on your phone. No one seems to have complained. It really works way better on iPad. So, I don't know, maybe I should just make it kind of sucky on phones? I don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> you're already making Oh yeah, it's okay. You're already making games that are sneaky funny. Yeah. You don't need to be making them purposely bad. Yeah. I had to my I forgot. I have to write this down to play uh, Mini Metro and see if, if they're they made it playable on phones and if so how they did it. So that's the closest comparable to my game. It's like a ghetto Mini Metro. I really liked Mini Metro. I bought the EA like pass thing yeah. to get some disc to get a free trial of Mass Effect because I wanted to see what Mass Effect drama is like, and then I just played Mini Metro. Nice. Though I'm a bit offended, there's no um, Vancouver level, um, yeah. uh, and I really want to do Mini Metro question bus mashup art um, oh. on a very like there's a certain amount of like things I want to do in my life. That's that are like high priority. That's really low, but I do want to do it. Yeah, because you can't. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only transit themed. Yeah, video I'm, game yeah, podcast sure. and like I tried to mod the colors. Like that was my plan. I wanted to make a mod, but I don't well, know. Their colors are baked into Unity or whatever. I can't. I can't get at it. My game actually has buses in it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, in mod support, I could make a question bus mod. <laughs> yeah, I'll put a question mark on the buses. Done. <laughs> well, uh, that's my other pitch for the game. Actually, if we're if we're winding down here, the pitch is: if you like Mini Metro, but were annoyed at how polished and well designed it was, you should play my game. Or if you liked Mini Metro, but rather drive on highways than take trains. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Freeway. freeway. Colon the game. No, I'm just calling it freeways. Freeways. Um, is Freeway your favorite Rockefeller rapper? Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, that guy. Oh, it's him over Memphis Bleak. Every yeah, day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need A, I need A. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks for being on the uh, question bus. Thank you. It was, uh, it was very enjoyable. And is there anything else you want to plug? Also, what's your name again? Uh, my name's Justin Smith. Normally I open with that, but because yeah. I know you. Paste that at the beginning. And that's me. You don't have any, like, no, just, uh, Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts? Yeah, no, just ask Jeeves it. Yeah. Just ask Jeeves. Justin Smith. Yeah. Justin Smith, see what comes <laughs> up. Uh, let him know what you think about the podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.